Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Pitch the Podium and to the Inside Line F1 podcast. And now that we're done with Red Bull, Aston Martin and Alpha Tari, it is time to move on to the newly rebranded French team. It's not Renault anymore. It is the rise and debut of Alpine. And yes, Renault or Alpine, depending on how you'd like to call them now, they've never quite had that sense of excitement surrounding them since the very beginning. They've just felt... I wouldn't say lame, but they've just felt like they're there. There's never quite such an extraordinary feeling of, oh, wow, Renault, they're going to do something special. This year, though, uh, there is. Because apart from Fernando Alonso joining, I know it's a very hard thing to say apart from Fernando Alonso joining because that really is the critical USP for this year. I think what really makes me very keen on Alpine Canal is Davide Brivio coming in, Suzuki MotoGP manager. But again, it's just a case of volatility, right? You don't know how Fernando's comeback could go. You don't know how Brevio's going to adapt to Formula 1. Keeping that in mind, if Alpine were a stock, would you buy, would you sell, or would you just hold on? I would actually just hold on to the stock. I would hold all, all decisions onto the stock. You see, uh, Hold on to all decisions around the stock. Sorry. Yeah, we've been doing this stock tips thing for a while, but... Uh, you know, yes, you said Alonso, big draw. Uh, I won't be popular if I say this, but we don't know how he's going to be in his comeback here. Yeah. Okay. I know he's going to be fantastic, but at this moment, till a single wheel is not turned in anger and, you know, Fernando turns them with a lot more anger than a lot of other drivers. It is (laughs) something that I will not, uh, you know, stick my neck out for. But, uh, you know, I know Sundaram is going to hate me for saying this, one of our colleagues on Pits to Podium, but uh, with Fernando, you can expect big ticket results. You know, the, his his hallmark has been to drive the car into positions that the car doesn't really deserve to be yeah. in. We saw that with uh, McLaren. We saw that with uh, with Ferrari. Now we're probably going to see it with Alpine as well. But mm-hmm. of course, you know, when there's Fernando, you expect big drama as well, right? So yeah. lots of uh, lots of big things that are going to happen in Alpine. Uh, you rightly pointed out about the new management. There's David Ebrio comes uh, with a lot of success in Suzuki. And, you know, I love these inter-series uh, transfers that happen. So I'm pretty excited to see how he gets going with the whole technical and political environment uh, in the Formula One paddock. Uh, unfortunately for all, uh, uh, you know, all those fans uh, who will, uh, you know, who've grown up seeing Cyril, they won't have Cyril to blame anymore mm. for all of Renault's uh, follies, right? But um, again, not a lot of positivity around Renault because is their engine the slowest that is amongst all the four engine manufacturers? That's a question. Uh, 2021, they also don't have a customer team. So exactly. they won't really have a competitive benchmark. They won't know how quick the cars could actually go. Uh, so please hold on, guys, before you make a decision. But then again, you also have to consider the flip side of the engine. Maybe they don't have anyone else to focus on. So maybe they can just do their own thing, just concentrate their efforts just on their own stuff without having to share any data whatsoever. And knowing that most of their clients were always in the midfield, that conflict of interest is gone. We should focus on its impact a bit later on. But let's let's still focus more on Fernando Alonso before we get to preview Ocon. Ocon, we haven't spoken about him yet in this video. Also, very that's gonna That's what's going to happen to him. He's... You know, he's oh. not going to be the narrative, unfortunately for him. Great talent, great guy, but that's what it is. But sorry, please continue, Samuel. No, I hope he does something special this year. This is his big opportunity. If you can outperform Fernando Alonso, 
big if, I know, biggest if in the world, uh, at least in the side of Formula One this year. But it, it could be a big, big opportunity for him. But coming back to Alonso Canal, uh, the question is, has Fernando changed? Now, has Fernando changed his, in terms of the back inside, right? We're just at this stage taking his driving prowess for granted because he is such a mastermind, such a genius in outdriving the car. As you mentioned, I mean, he won Le Mans with Toyota. Not surprising, but his stint times, his, what, the way he drove the car, even in Dakar, on dirt, he was mighty impressive. Could not win the thing at the end. But his performances, even to the veterans, were like, wow, this guy can drive, man. He can do some really good stuff. And Formula One being his home turf, his home territory, we know that behind the wheel, at least, he's going to be superb. That's that's a given. And it's such a given that we should not even focus much about it. But has he changed in the back end by being in more team-based sports, like the like 24 Hours of Le Mans, like Dakar, for that matter? Do you think he's become more of a team player? And if he has, that really is all Alpine could ask for, right? And there's also this feeling that Fernando should very well know what he's buying into because Alpine are not going to be Grand Prix winners and neither were McLaren. And that at McLaren just really boiled over. But let's hope that this doesn't because if it does, it might be a stock to sell, you know? Yeah, well, you know, the, the memes were already out there when Cyril Abitabol was replaced. People said before Fernando even <laughs> joins the team, there was a change in the management there and there, right? But, you know, uh, I think... Renault or Alpine is going to be a good uh, buy for the medium to long term, I would suspect, right? You know, Fernando, in his own words, said that his focus is not 2021 and instead is 2022 uh, for all practical and understandable reasons. I think what will also happen, Somil, is, uh, you know, Alpine will have have a junior, not junior, but a customer team or a partner team that will be announced through the course of 2021, I think they will recognize that having a competitive benchmark is extremely crucial to Formula One. They've always had one. In fact, you know, for the longest, they had a uh, they had a front running Red Bull Racing as a competitive benchmark as well, right? So at the moment, uh, lots of positive things that could happen in the time to come. But I'm not too excited to put in my money on Alpine. I think there are, you know, if I had, we all, we always have a limited amount of money to invest. So there yeah. are probably better options elsewhere. So what deters you can all, is it, is it the fact that the Renault engine is not the most superior? Is it that it could be a very lopsided team considering how brilliant Fernando is and the kind of pressure he puts on his teammate? Even if you're Esteban Ocon, Fernando is a hard teammate, man. And is it perhaps David Abreview? Again, that's a, that's a flip coin kind of thing, right? That one video discussed with Aston Martin. You, you don't know how Abreview could do. Maybe he could. He has a brilliant experience of transforming a midfield Suzuki team to at least in the last couple of years, really good winners and world champions as well. So uh, how's it going to play out? This uncertainty, but it could, just like Aston Martin, it could also flip over into something really good. You don't know where they are at this stage. Just, just, Trottling around at that stage. So, you know... Trottling around, I'm sorry. Yeah, so for for me, Somil, it's not so much so about the lack of belief in uh, Alpine and what they're out to do. Mm-hmm. It's it's about looking in the competitive landscape that they're going to be. You know, they're going to be fighting against the likes of Ferrari and McLaren and Aston Martin and so on. And uh, it just seems that when you look at the other variables that play with the other teams, okay... 
Alpine just seemed to, you know, seem to have a little less uh, going for them in 2021. New management, new returning young driver, you know, uh, uh, an engine which uh, sort of came up through the ranks in 2020, but they will need to pull out far more, uh, you know, than their 2020 performances if they were to have a successful 2021 as well. But you know, the big story is going to be the return of Fernando. So lots of PR to be expected there. And I really hope the good boy Esteban isn't forgotten along the way. Absolutely. And finally, before we conclude with Alpine Canal, a quick word on Esteban. Uh, what do you reckon it's going to be like for him this year? Because we've seen him grow. We've seen him develop slightly shaky in the first half of 2020. But later on, he did prove to be quite a resolute driver, didn't he? He did. And, you know, he he took his time. He was away for a year. As we know, he was unceremoniously asked to leave, uh, you know, Racing Point at that time to make way for Lance Stroll. But uh, very crucially, I think he he found his uh, ground or he, you know, he was he was pretty quick in the the second half of 2020. He was fairly well matched against Daniel Ricciardo. It's just that Ricciardo got those double podiums. And uh, Ocon needs this season to stand up against Alonso to make sure Mercedes don't forget him in the junior driver program, right? Because Mm. he needs a longer term contract with the team as well. And what better an opportunity to prove yourself and your talent than against going up and beating Fernando Alonso. Should be interesting to see what Ocon and Alonso and Alpine have in store in 2021. But if they were a stock, hold on. Let's take a decision later on. That's been a bit of a trend, hasn't it? We've seen the last three teams see similar result in terms of Alfa, uh, in terms of Aston Martin, Alfa Tauri and Alpine. But ah, what a way to conclude then. After a team where we decided to hold on, next up is going to be Ferrari. Hmm. But we won't give you that instantly after a very short break, folks. Stay right here on Bits to Podium and the Inside Line F1 podcast. Up next, and the final team is Goodyear Ferrari. 